Welcome to the God and Cancel Culture podcast. I'm Stephen Strang. You know that I use podcasts that were originally on my Strang Report if they have something to do with cancel culture. And today I did a podcast on the Strang Report about vaccines. I expressed my opinion. I'm no medical expert, but I I question some of the things that they're telling us about the vaccines. And toward the end of the podcast, I was talking about the chapter in God and Cancel Culture having to do with COVID and how there are forces in our country that are trying to silence, they're trying to cancel anyone who even raises questions. In my book, I do mention the vaccines. I don't go into in-depth on it. But I thought that you might enjoy this podcast that originally appeared in the Strang Report. So here it is, as it appeared on the Strang Report. Welcome to the Strang Report with Steve Strang on the Charisma Podcast Network. This episode was produced to discuss and address issues within our nation and around the world from a Christian worldview. Welcome back. Today, I'm in the studio, and I just felt I needed to do something about the vaccines. You know, I know people are called anti-vaxxers, and I have never been called that, although I have had concerns about the safety of vaccines for years. Uh, I've been vaccinated several times. I heard recently that the CDC wants uh, some huge number of vaccines for children that Uh, They didn't do that back when I was a child, and I'm glad, but I can remember being vaccinated for measles and a few other things. But I'm mostly concerned about the vaccine for COVID, and I really think that it's part of a bigger thing that they're pushing with Big Pharma, the CDC, and really, you know, what I kind of call the deep state or the elites trying to cram something down. And I think we need to just stand back, take a deep breath, and just say there is a lot of questions. And if there are a lot of questions, maybe we should be cautious about it. But there are apparently people who just buy the line that you need to be vaccinated. In fact, uh, there are some states where they're saying you can't go into uh, uh, restaurants if you're not vaccinated. But the fact is, there's no proof that the vaccine keeps you from having COVID. The things that I've read, and again, I'm not an expert, is that it will keep you from dying of COVID. Now, again, I want to be careful in quoting statistics, but I heard someone say that 99 point something of the people who get COVID recover. And of course, I've had two friends die of COVID. I know it's very serious, but it's mostly older people who are sick with something else. That's just the case. So at the same time, the vaccines, there are many, many people who have had side effects from the vaccines. I met a waitress at a place that I eat with regularity, and uh, she had her arm in a sling and found out that she had a seizure, and she fell and hurt herself rather badly. And, you know, she'd never had a seizure before, and they were looking into it, and she had had the vaccine. And a doctor told her that that's, that could have been the cause. They didn't know for sure they were still testing her. But she was very concerned that it was a side effect. I read that over 700,000 people 
have had an adverse reaction, and it's not just uh, a reaction to being poked with a needle. You know, at the you know, I guess sometimes people swell up or have a little bleeding or something because of that. But these are adverse reactions. I heard, and again, it's hard to know how to prove these things. But twelve thousand people have died after having the vaccine. That should give us pause for thought. This has not really been approved by the FDA. They're using it under some kind of emergency plan. And there's four different kinds. They say they're not even really vaccines. Somebody said you should call it a shot. It has something to do with your DNA and modifying your DNA. My point as a layman and as a journalist who researches these things are these things ought to make us say, stop, let's think this through. You know, there have been some other vaccines that had adverse reaction. I heard that one had like 25 deaths and they took it off the, the market. This is many more deaths than that. But, it's, but then there's this drumbeat that you got to have the vaccine. Now, I'll tell you a story. Uh, it's an anecdote. I have no medical proof. But my wife and I went to a wedding. They uh, invited 60 people. They were very concerned about COVID. They required everybody to have the vaccine. They made four exceptions for four people who had already had COVID. I've reported in other places that last December, I went on a trip to Phoenix. I got absolutely exhausted. My immune system got beat to the ground. When I came home, I was sick. I thought it was jet lag. I found out I had COVID. I was actually better in three days, but I stayed quarantined uh, and, of course, had another test at the end. And my case was very mild. I have been much sicker with the flu. And, in fact, you know, numerous times over the years, I've come back from a long trip with the, with the flu that I must have picked up on the airplane. In this case, I wore a mask on the airplane. I was careful. I'm not aware of anyone I was around who had COVID. And also, I'm aware of no one I gave it to because I had a fever. And I was concerned about the fever, so I went and got tested. None of the other symptoms did I have other than being tired. But listen, when I come back from a long trip over several time zones, I'm always tired. So it was hard for me to tell that it was COVID-related rather than just related to my trip. That's my experience. Later, my wife got it. Her case was, she was a little sicker. It was never serious. She never went to the hospital, nothing like that. And we believe we have the, what do they call them, antibodies. I actually am going for my annual physical in a couple of weeks, and I'm going to get a blood test, and I'm going to have my antibodies tested to, you know, just see what the blood work shows up. I'm just telling my personal experience. Now, of the 60 people at this wedding, 20 got COVID, including two people sitting at our table, two people that we've known for some time. In fact, we sat there talking about the fact they had the, vaccine, and I guess we told them we had a mild case. Both of those people who had vaccines got sick. Neither my wife or I, who are at the same table, got sick. That's an anecdote. I don't know what it means, but, you know, you'd think that the 20 people who had the vaccine wouldn't have gotten sick. I don't, somebody obviously at the wedding had COVID, and the vaccines did no good. So, I'm thinking about having some experts on who know a lot, lot more about vaccines than I do. You know, I'm a careful journalist. I try to interview people. I try to 
be careful about documentation. Today, I'm expressing my opinion. Number one, I have a big question mark about vaccines in particular. You know, there's people who believe that the number of autistic children, which is significantly more today than it was when I was a child, for example, is a result of some of these vaccines that they make children get. I don't know that to be true, but I have this feeling that it probably is true because there are experts who believe that. Robert Kennedy Jr., who is no conservative, has sort of devoted his life uh, to uh, questioning vaccines and more recently the COVID vaccines, the four different kinds that you can get. Uh, Number two, I have a question mark about why they would have to vaccinate the whole population for a sickness that most people get over, especially when people are dying from the vaccine, having adverse reactions, and at least in the experience that I've had, and I've read other things, it doesn't necessarily keep you from getting it. In fact, it, uh, it probably not, is not really a vaccine. It's a shot. You know, I'm sure that the people who developed it were well-intentioned. You know, they're big pharmaceuticals companies. Modern medicine makes a big difference in our lives. You know, I'm a person who's benefited from modern medicine. You know, it's not like I'm against all of it. Uh, There are pharmaceuticals that are very, very helpful. In fact, I've done interviews with people like Dr. Stella Emanuel that I referred to earlier on how there's drugs or pharmaceuticals, you could say, that seem to have helped people get over COVID. In fact, hydroxychloroquine is one of them. It is a very effective treatment for malaria in Africa where people have to take uh, malaria uh, medicine to keep from getting malaria. COVID has been relatively small compared to other parts of the world. And, and that's a country that is, or a continent rather, that has a very poor medical care. You know, most people are impoverished. There, there aren't a lot of doctors and hospitals and so forth. So it's not like they didn't get COVID because they were, you know, very, very careful. I think it's because of hydroxychloroquine. I had heard about hydroxychloroquine. I was able to get a prescription for it. I was taking it as a prophylactic. Uh, I really think that the fact I had a very mild case is because I had been taking it. I found out later I was taking half the dosage that I should have. I've somehow misunderstood. You know, I can only speculate had I been taking the whole the whole prescription if maybe I wouldn't have gotten it. I don't know that. I'm just telling you my own experience. Today I'm expressing my opinion as a journalist, as an American, as someone in the media. I'll give another disclaimer. I'm not medical. I'm not trying to be. I'm telling you my experience and the questions that I have, and I really think that any mature adult ought to question these things and not just blindly go along with whatever the medical people say. I, survivor of cancer, I went through prostate cancer uh, seven years ago, and it was interesting for me to find that some of the men who were diagnosed with prostate cancer did whatever their insurance would pay for or whatever their doctor said. I did a lot of research, found out that there were seven, now eight, different things that you could do. One of them was not really available back when I had it. 
Uh, some had much better outcomes than others. And my point in mentioning this is that people just went along with what their doctor said. And yes, we have to listen to our doctors. Listen, I visited numerous doctors. In fact, I interviewed, I either had an appointment and had an examination or talked to doctors or talked to a few of them on the phone for every single possibility of the seven. The, the seventh is, at least back at the time, was doing nothing. Prostate cancer is very slow growing. Some men just live with it and die of something else first. I was young enough. My cancer was advanced enough, even though it was still stage one that I had to do something. And I talked to doctors about that. I had to take control of my health. And maybe that's the bottom line for this podcast. And I can kind of uh, wrap up with this. We need to take charge of our health. We need to be informed. We need to research. We need to listen to different experts. People disagree on this. Doctors, respected doctors are on both sides of the issue. And I don't think you can just blindly take what the people say. You know, there are some people that say you got to wear a mask all the time. Thankfully, here in Florida, we don't have to do it. But Dr. Stella Manuel says that the size of the COVID germs and the density of the masks, I hope I'm saying it right, is about the equivalent of keeping out a mosquito with a chain link fence. Now, I'm not a scientist, so I can't bear that out, but it's a, a word picture I can understand. And, you know, at one time, even Fauci himself said we didn't have to wear masks. And then he said everyone had to wear masks. And uh, there's a constant debate. And when there's a debate, we should have a debate. But part of the uh, is that the other side is trying to shut people down. And I listened to something on uh, the Internet, a, a, a speech by a medical doctor in front of a state legislature where she was being dismissed. She had done all this work with COVID patients, you know, in the early days with no vaccine, nothing, risked her life, and now she was being dismissed because she didn't want to take the vaccine. And I may try to track her down and do a podcast with her, but it was really watching that that made me think maybe I should opine. So I'm opining. This is my opinion. I could be wrong. I'm still researching. I'm trying to find out. But I wrote in my book, God and Cancel Culture, about how they're using COVID as one more way to cancel people that do not agree with what the elite say. I think it's a very concerning situation. So I hope you'll want to read my book. I just barely touch in the book about the vaccines. You know, this podcast is not really about my book, but I'd like to encourage people to pre-order it. It's releasing on September 7th, the day after Labor Day. I'm already out doing media. And so in a way, in my small way, on my own podcast, I'm promoting my own book. You can go to my website, stevestrangbooks.com. That's my name, Steve Strang. The word books with an S, all written as one word, dot com. And uh, pre-order the book. You can get some free stuff there, including a subscription to Charisma Magazine. So thank you for listening to my opine today, my opinion, my editorial, whatever it is. I hope I caused you to think, and I hope I inspired you to not just go along with what people say. Don't even go along with the anti-vaxxers. Research it yourself. Make your own decision. 
We need to have control over our own bodies and our own health. So I'll leave it with that. Thank you for listening to The Strang Report. Share this with others. Put it on social media. Help us get the word out. Let's have a conversation. Let's have a debate. And if you have something that you want think that I ought to see having to do with COVID or the vaccines or whatever, send it to me at info at charismamedia.com. Just tell me what it is. Include a link. I, I look at most things people send me. It's I re- do my own research, of course, but I'm, it's impossible for me to see everything. So thank you for listening to The Strang Report. Tune in again tomorrow for another episode on the Charisma Podcast Network. God bless you. Thank you for listening to The Strang Report with Steve Strang. To read more from Steve, visit his blog, The Strang Report, on charismamag.com. Again, it's The Strang Report on charismamag.com. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible. (laughs) 